0: If you're a movie collector, you need Movies Anywhere. It pulls your favorite purchase movies from participating digital retailers into one central place. So you can finally say goodbye to scattered movie collections and hello to an organized library. With Movies Anywhere, you can watch your favorite movies on any compatible device whenever and wherever you want. Ready to grow and enjoy your digital collection? Visit moviesanywhere.com slash welcome and register for free. Registration with Movies Anywhere required. Open to U.S. residents 13 and over. Call all hands. Beat to quarters. <laughs> of the gods. Stand by this starboard battery. One broadside into her, if you please, Captain Bush. Pointers on target. Lindstocks ready. Aye, aye, Ready. Michael Redgrave as C.S. Forrester's indomitable man of the sea, Horatio Hornblower. So many years, I can still look back on that period of my life with pride and satisfaction. I had been given three days in which to do as much damage as possible before rendezvousing with the flagship and the Caligula, and in 24 hours I'd captured a French brig laden with military supplies, destroyed the heavy batteries at Lancer, and taken seven small craft, and cut out and taken a French ship under the guns of the Port Andres batteries. The coast was in confusion. And I was at least a thousand pounds the richer in prize money. But I hope to do much more yet in the remaining time. The question was, how? Uh, you you sent for me, sir? Ah, Brown. Can you swim, Brown? Swim? Why, yes, sir. Good, well. I want a crew for the barge. Everyone a good swimmer and every man a volunteer. Oh, aye, sir. Let all volunteer. Now, Marky Brown, this is for dangerous service. I want true volunteers, none of your press Ah, Aye, sir. Are you going, sir? Yes. Ah. Mm. It'd be hard to pick them, sir. <laughs> They'll all want to go. Well, I'll leave it to you. Yes, you were cutlass to each man and uh, a packet of combustibles. Uh, aye, sir. Come, come, come. Co- what, sir? Combustibles. Flint and steel. A ah. couple of port fires, oily rags, and a bit of slow match. All in an oilskin packet. Uh, and a lanyard to carry them if we swim. Yes, get your crew ready immediately. Uh, aye, sir. Right on sir. You have a plan in mind, sir? Yes, Mr. Bush. I'm going ashore to burn that coaster over there. Oh, but uh, couldn't I take the crew, sir? I'll not allow volunteers to go on a mission if I can't lead them. But if I call for volunteers... It's wasting time, Mr. Bush. I can't accept your offer. I shall take my barge, the longboat, and launch draw too much water. And mark this, Mr. Bush, no rescue parties. If we're lost, we're lost. I'll not have you wasting valuable lives in rescue attempts. Uh, Shall I give you that in writing? No need, sir. I understand, but... uh, Right. Well, heave the ship, to. Stand off and on and wait for us. Barge pulled eight oars, and I sat beside Brown while we danced lightly over the blue Mediterranean. I set a course to reach the shore a little ahead of the Brown sail, which was just showing over the strip of coast. We crossed the line of sluggish breakers and darted in towards the golden beach. A moment later, the boat balked, slid over sand, moved a few yards more, and then grounded. Over with you, men. I'll run the boat up the beach. We've got everything. Cutlasses, fire packets. Right, steadily up the beach. Don't use too much energy. We may have a long swim. Make for that low bank of shingle at the head of the beach. It's a vineyard on the other side. Look, there's the sail, not a quarter of a mile away beyond the vineyard. It's only an old man, sir, and two women. Uh, they're owing or something. Yes, well, ignore them. Come on, man. The water was as warm as milk, but the coaster was 150 yards away, and my sword dangling from my naked waist hampered me and already seemed heavy as lead. The men, however, surged strongly ahead, and by the time we neared the coaster, I was a bad last. The men scrambled up into the low waist of the vessel, and then waited to help me aboard. It must have looked a strange sight, naked but armed. Yet in the tenseness of the moment, our nakedness was forgotten. I walked aft towards the little group of men and women, trying to recollect my few words of French. Hobson, there's a dinghy overside. Draw it in, and I'll order them into it. Uh, au bateau, uh, entrez dans le bateau. Silence, <laughs> écoutez-vous. Entrez-vous dans le bateau, s'il vous plaît. <inaudible> 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 Here, I'll do it, sir. Here, you, open a boat or us i knock it, perishing it off, see? <inaudible> yes, yeah, I thought he'd understand that. <inaudible> yes, thank you, Brown. Enter the boat with all of them and cast it adrift. <inaudible> well, that's then settled, eh? <inaudible> sir. They're making for the two-parts. Yes, well, never mind then. Set the ship on fire. Take three men below and see what you can do there. Hobson, you and the others get some of those deck planks up. Oh, right, nice, <laughs> Cargo is all in barrels and grain sacks, sir. Oil and grain. We huh? stove in some barrels and rip the sacks. He's burning like powder, sir. Stand by to abandon ship. All presents? right? Over you go. We can go back now. All oh, right. Here goes. woman from the coast, as uh, she slung all our clothes in the lagoon? Oh.
1: Not a stitch
0: left. Look, I'll dive in and get your a shirt, sir. No, no, no time. We must leave our clothes, a few clothes for a ship and a valuable cargo is a good exchange. Would you like the old man's trousers, sir? <laughs> I'll strip them off be damned to him. <laughs> no. Come along. Back to the vineyard. Fall in behind me, men. Oh, Why? Me. This is oh, no good grumbling. We did the job naked and we'll go back naked. Up into the vineyard with you now. Oh, come on. There's horseman riding across the vineyard oh, towards yeah. us, sir. He's got a blue uniform and a cocktail. What? Just oh. give me a hand. Let me see. That's what a Bonaparte chandard. Downing at him, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm dead. He's galloping away, sir. Yes, <laughs> never mind him, man. Back to the beach. What the devil? They're as naked as the day they were born. Well, surely the captain isn't coming aboard and taking the salute like that. Mr. Gerard, when the captain comes aboard, he'll be received as the captain, dressed or undressed. Tell the side boys and the marines that if I see one of them with the suspicion of a smile on his face, I'll have him flogged. Aye, aye, sir. For the purposes of receiving him aboard, Captain Hornblower is in full dress, Mr. Gerard. Um uh, yes, Mr. Bush. of course. Uh, I uh, can see that now. A uh, 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 successful venture, I hope so. Uh, yes, uh, very successful, thank you, Bush. Uh, nothing untoward occurs, I hope so. Nothing whatever, Mr. Bush. Please put the ship about hot already the easterly breeze seemed not to have cooled at all by its passage of nearly 400 miles across the mediterranean from italy the land slipping by along the larboard beam seemed devoid of all life yet along the base of those lofty gray green hills ran the most important high road in catalonia the road connecting barcelona with france and as i talked again with spanish officers who'd come out to my ship at dawn in a fishing boat I felt that this new day promised to be as productive as the previous two. You are certain, Colonel Villena, that this army of General Pino's will march along this very road? They must, Captain. Ten thousand of them. Pino's and Lecky's division of the Italian army. Uh-huh. It was at Tordera that I lost my own regiment. Yes. Their army cut us to pieces, and I only escaped myself by riding until my horse dropped under me. Yes. But there is more than the loss of my regiment to avenge, sir. The Italians have burned every village in the uplands. Every road is lined with gallows. And upon every gallows is a Spanish corpse. Mm, Horrible. Well, sir, we must see what we can do. Mr. Bush, clear for action, if you please. I'll have the guns loaded and run out, too. Aye, aye, sir. Captain, drain your glass there. Where? Is not that a speck far up on the hill, A horseman? I believe it is, and riding towards us. There's a sort of moving smudge behind him to be the advance guard of the army you can see an occasional sparkle and flash as the sun catches their equipment i can edge in quite closely here if necessary you can see them quite plainly now they are cavalry riding with drawn sabers they fear an ambush but i do not know where an opposition is likely to come from we must see if we can provide some colonel what's that long line of white dots beyond the cavalry looks like a A long caterpillar with white legs all moving together. It is, in a way, Captain. It is the white breeches of a column of infantry. On the half, ten! Why, look, sir. They're waving their hats to us. Very friendly, the whole thing. And they don't seem a bit worried. I doubt if they've ever encountered a ship before or been cannonaded from the sea. Their officers are used to opposing armies, but they've no experience of a ship's broadside. They'll probably regard us as a welcome break in a monotonous march. Mr. Train the guns on the road and only fire when I give you the signal. Ah, right, sir. Fire as you will, Mr. Gerard. And again. And again. Give it to them, lads. Water this night. Deeper water, sir. We can move further in. Ha! Ah. They don't like don't like it. The next column's boating. Starboard a Pointer. Mr.
1: Gerard.
0: Right, Mr. Gerard, load with grape shot. See, they have jammed. The columns coming up are preventing the others from getting away. Yes. They are struggling with each other. Yes, it's sheer murder, but I fear it must be done. That goes show up. That'll teach them. Boy, the deep summer. Stand by to go about. Cease fire. We must run out past that Heldon and come back again, Mr. Bush. They've done considerable damage, I think. Yes, sir. Just look at the road. It's littered with them. And the hillside's covered with men trying to get away. Their officers will never round them up. Ah, there's a battery of artillery at the end of the next column, sir. Yes, nine-pounder field pieces. Hmm. The only stuff against our broadside. But by heaven, they're going to try. Look at this officer galloping down the line. He's ordering the guns into action. We're ship, Mr. Bush. We'll stand in and give them a sporting target. aye, aye sir. Nine pounders. Reserve your fire for the battery, Mr. Jard. Ready. Now Jam the smoke! <coughs> it's blowing right back into our eyes. Cut she a thing? <laughs> Magnificent! Half the guns are smashed. Their crews are killed and scattered. Not all. That officer's a gallant man. He's trying to get one gun working. He's it's uh, too late. Our speed is taking us out of range. He's a second division of infantry, sir. Look at him. scattering up the hillside even before we get to them. Yes, don't fire at them, Mr. Gerard. Uh, it's as damaging to an army to be scattered and demoralized as to be killed. Though I doubt if our men will understand that. Mm. Ah, do you see that group of horsemen above the road there? Gold trappings and plumes? The staff of the army, I'll swear. Mr. Gerard, we'll give a little attention to that group up there, if you please. Ah, right, sir. The fools think they're out of range, on the they care? Ah, not a man left in the saddle. Wonderful, sir, wonderful. I hope General Pino himself was amongst them. I hope he was killed. No, no. your blood comments colonel I have no love for this sort of warfare and take no delight in causing suffering I do it because I must I prefer an action where there's danger on both sides my word look at this sir we're not as safe as all that it's a musket ball embedded in the rail to half its depth their uh, fire is reaching us uh, you see Colonel <clears throat> the Colonel seems to have more urgent business on the other side of the quarter deck Thank you, Mr. Bush. I shall be glad when we reach the rear of the column. This slaughter sickens me. Ah, but we're killing the enemy, sir. That's all I care about. Hello? What's this, sir? Laggage like strains? Yes. Those carts with four horses to them must be ammunition caissons. Mr. Gerard, they'll have target practice, single guns only. Let them fire broadsides and they'll miss on purpose. Fire rotation! Number one gun! Fire! drifted slowly along the shore. Her guns spoke out one by one, hurling a hatful of grape shot onto the road. It was with sorrow almost amounting to anguish that I watched horses and mules go down before that deadly fire. But I maintained a cold, impassive face throughout. A few of the mules managed to leap the bank out of the road and scramble up the hillside, scattering their loads as they went. And then, as we passed the last of the ammunition train and came to a new line of carts, I observed a man standing up in one of the carts and frantically waving a white handkerchief. It's as though they want to surrender, sir. Ridiculous. He must know that no surrender could be put into effect. He must take his chance. Well, what's he doing now? He seems to be trying to pick something up from the floor of the cart. He tried to lift it. Oh, good heavens, I see now. Cease oh. fire! Cease fire, folks. It's a man he's holding up, a bandaged man. Those are the army ambulance vehicles full of sick and wounded from yesterday's battle with Villena's regiment. That officer must be a surgeon. He has put the ship about, Mr. Bush. We will retrace our course and harass the main body again. Aye, aye sir. Stand by to go about! Aye, aye sir. Hands to, Hands to places! It won't be so easy on this deck, sir. We'll have to sail close hauled, and if we make three knots, we'll be doing well. We shall do the best we can, then. Deck there! Field guns training us from the road, sir! We've got three guns into position, sir. Very well. We'll see what we can do. Mr. Gerard, carry on with your target practice. Oh, yes, sir. In a way, Mr. Bush, this is a good thing. Our crew is raw, and there's a vast difference between shooting undisturbed and shooting under return fire. We'll see how they behave. Those fellows are good gunners. That one was close. That was closer, sir. Look at that hole in our topsail. I should think. Yes, sir. Some casualties, I think. Yes, use your bowchaser guns on the battery. It may unsteady their gun layers. There's plenty of targets, even if they can't reach the field guns, sir. Look at their soldiers scattering all over the hillside, sir. Yes, their officers are going to have a difficult time reassembling them, and the many will desert. I understand that these Italian divisions desert readily. They have no love for Bonaparte's cause. Hicks, the main top gallant backstay's parted, sir. Send some top and up and splice that stay. Oh, but we'll be in close range presently, sir. <laughs> what the devil's that? Here yeah, one of the ship's boys has been hit from the sound of it. Mr. Gerard, I'm going to put the helm down now. Be ready to fire as the guns bear. Ah, sir. So. Round she comes. Why? Their gunners are running, sir. They're not going to wait for it. Had too much last time, I expect. Let them have it, lad! Uh, smoke's clearing. Yes. Oh, well done, Mr. Gerard. There's not a gun left on the road. Your men behaved like veterans. the Oh, the water is shoaling rapidly. We must stand out to sea again. Mr. Bush. Maybe we've done all we can, here. Yeah? By the time we get in again, the remains of the army will have withdrawn. Aye, aye, sir. Starboard your helm. Starboard it is. Hands to braces. You may secure your guns, Mr. Gerrard. Oh, nice. She's fired! Secure the guns. Fine victories in three days. Three cheers for the captain. <laughs> tell, them, tell them to stop that nonsense, Mr. Bush. Mr. Bush, kindly refrain from grinning like a fool. Mr. Longley, the British officer does not caper on the deck like a schoolboy. Mm-hmm. Captain Ormhaus, sir. Sir? Yes. Oh, yeah, the gunroom steward. You may find that our casualties are nothing to cheer about. Yes? Begging your pardon, sir, but Tom Cribb's been killed. Tom Cribb? I remember no man of that name. Mr. Bush, surely the heavyweight boxing champion of England is named Tom Crib, isn't he? I believe he is, sir. But that ain't all, sir. There's Mrs. Siddons. Huh? She's got a splinter in her. Well, sir, to tell the truth, she's got a splinter where she won't be able to sit down, sir. Squill something horrible when I pulled it out, she did, sir. Mrs. Siddons, are you a mad man or am I... <coughs> uh, Tom Cribb and Mrs. Siddons, uh, two of the pigs belonging to the gunroom, miss. Pigs? What, are they our only casualties? Ah, uh, Mr. Walsh, have you any casualties? Not among the men, sir, but I'm afraid that Tom Cribb and Mrs. Siddons... Thank uh, you, Mr. Walsh. I already have a report on the condition of Cribb and Siddons. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Bush, you may issue grog to all hands. <clears throat> Splice the main place! Hooray!